You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's 24 Live Another Day After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's 24 Live Another Day After Live Show. Live Another Day. <laughs> Live another day, yes. There we go. Wow. Exciting music. <laughs> Steven, the, Steven, yeah, digging it. Nice digging it. Oh, nice yeah. Song. Welcome, After Buzzers. This is a brand new podcast from an, a very classic show that we're very excited. I've been waiting and waiting for this show to come back. Uh, my name is Nando Velasquez, and welcome to the 24 Live Another Day After Buzz show. Woo, 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 woo. And uh, with me is a group of very well-connected people. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot about 24. First of all, let me just look across from me. The first person I see is Danny Hoyt. I feel bad going before the lady. Oh, no, that's okay. I was okay. going to save her for last because you always got to save a lady for last. I like that. Okay, I'll go oh. with that. I'm Danny Hoyt. Yes. Yeah. I'm okay. excited to be here. Awesome. Cool. One of my favorite shows of all time. Well, now I can't go to the lady because I just said I wasn't going to, so I'm going to have to go next to me, and hey. that's Jeff Masters, everybody. <laughs> I'm Jeffrey Masters, and it's one of my favorite shows as well. Very excited, yeah. Awesome. All right, let's just start. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I am the butt of many jokes. People, on if you haven't seen me on other podcasts, you will learn that soon. So and that's if you okay, haven't seen her on other podcasts, then that voice belongs to Roxy Stryer. Hello. Again, one of my favorite shows, and I can't believe that we're back. Yes. I feel well, like it should feel like cliche or kind of cheesy that it's back, but it, I'm so excited. Yeah. Mm. And then uh, our producer for this show is Stephen Lemieux, hanging out in the booth. Hey, guys. We were here with Justin, a new engineer as well. Oh, and he's we're, getting, we're getting trained. We're adding. To the family. Right. To the Welcome, family. Justin. This is a historic day. Historic day. So, uh, yeah, let's talk a little bit. I'm really excited. I first came on to AfterBuzz, and I actually did this hour, uh, this show for the following uh, at this time, Mondays at 11. And a big thing about that that Kevin Williamson talked about was he wanted to do a show that was just like 24. It was that memorable show that it's still being talked about and people still try to create it. And and really, for me, 24 was huge. It was what turned Keith or Sutherland from a movie star into an action TV star. Mm-hmm. It really uh, – Fox was already on the board with very cutting-edge comedies. But 24 was probably the biggest – action show they ever had in the beginning and it ended up starting out there Monday night like macho macho hour, hour because after 24 ended and Prison Break came and, and of course the following was the last show that took over the slot. What do you guys, uh, I mean, what are you guys' impressions of 24? Well, of when they say that it, that 24 changed the face of television, I think it really did. For me, it changed, you know what it changed for me? My love for binge watching a show. Mm. It changed because I love to binge watch shows and then it came 24 and you can't miss an episode because that's all everyone talked about. Yeah. This was before Twitter was huge. This was before social mm-hmm. media was really a buzz. So as soon as you got to wherever it was, whether it was, I was in college at the time, uh, but it, whether I got to the class, you know, my first class the next morning, like, oh my gosh, did you see what Jack Bauer did last night? He stabbed <laughs> somebody in the knee with a pen or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it really did change how I watch television. Yeah. When you talk about binge watching, I I did the damn thing. I I did day three. Really? 
day three, and mm. I went straight through and sat on a Saturday eating popcorn and just glued to the television, watched every single one back to back to back. I remember my mom coming in being like, D- do you want to come eat? And I was like, I have my popcorn, mom, get out. Um, but it was amazing. I, I really, like you're saying, it started binge watching for me uh, pre-Netflix or any of these things where I would just sit and click next and next. This was the show. Yeah. What about you, Jeff? Yeah, to me, it's just like the quintessential, like, suspenseful show. I remember doing other shows at After Buzz and just comparing it to, like, ABC Family shows, being like, this is the best show since 24. <laughs> or, like, I, I remember just watching 24 with my father, and then the commercial breaks would come, and I'd be like, <gasps> okay, now I can breathe, because I didn't want to miss anything, and I was, like, so stressed out. Well, was, and, you know, I love that you guys talked about the binge watching, because yeah. really, this was the first show that people binge watched because it made the most sense. People actually not only binge watched, but they wanted to start binge watching on the exact time. Hour, yeah. The exact hour that the show started. But you couldn't see, the thing is, I would try to wait until, because it's 40 minutes to 42 minutes, you know, and I would go through it. And then I would try to give myself the 20-minute break so that I could stay along with it, but I I couldn't wait. Mm. You know, I would be like, all right, let let me see if I can keep myself busy for the next 20 minutes. Nope. So you yeah. can you can start at the hour, but I don't know if you can actually keep waiting for the top of the hour. Too hard. Get well, more popcorn. Fox, yeah, there you go. When, uh, <laughs> when, when Fox DVD released the box set, which I have a copy of the box set, they actually had a stunt here in L.A. at Hollywood and Highland where they had people binge watch all eight seasons. Uh, Get out of here. And the, and the idea was whoever stayed awake the longest to watch the whole thing <laughs> won, like, all these prizes. I remember it was a big media they event. They should have redone that. Uh, I, I, I can't believe that's awesome. legal. That's amazing. No, it was, yeah. And, and it was a competition of who could watch the longest. And I think amazing. it was, a, I think they set a record. I can't remember. This was a couple of years ago. I was working on another TV show, and we were actually promoting it, and, uh, and I got a bunch of box sets. So I have the box set, and I've been watching this month. I just could not. Busy schedules yeah. or whatever. I, I haven't been able to get past season three, but I, my intention is to watch the whole thing uh, during my free time. Like, just rewatch everything over and again. I have okay, six wait, boxes. The last seven and eight I have on, uh, they were a gift to me, and they're on just like little miscellaneous DVDs that I have to find. But really? yes, I have all eight. Oh, that's awesome. Wait, sorry. That was binge watching all episodes of all yeah. seasons back to back. Yeah. That's like although, seven days. <laughs> no, it's not seven days because if you watch it, because again, it's 40 for 42 minutes. So it's Five. season last. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, season lasts about 14, 15 hours. I, I wonder if anybody made arithmetic. it. Uh, people did. I think what? they had a couple of people who Get made it. it. How's How? that possible? Okay. They made it, they, and then they again, went to the hospital? Yeah. Or, and then Jack Bauer had to come in like resuscitate? resuscitate yeah. I fell asleep during the two hours a night. <laughs> I'm going to look this up. Don't you dare ever say that again. No. I'm going to look this Was up. Was Chloe in it? I don't remember. <laughs> okay, but this is to Jeff and Danny because I don't know if you guys know that Nando actually has more than just a box set. He has... A little, can I tell them what no, you have? You have Jack Bauer on your pillowcases? No, uh, yeah. no, this is unbelievable. And he's gonna bring it in for us at one point, we hope. Well, I gotta find it. Uh, okay, what is it? <laughs> well, when, when 24 dude, ended its run dude, back in 2010, dude. they, uh, actually, cause I, I worked, I used to work at G4 Attack of the show. I used to book the celebrity guests on the show. And Fox sent me a commemorative, uh, piece of CTU. They tore down it's a CTU. piece of CTU. A piece of CTU. It's just a tile. Okay, but it's, it's gonna sit big right poster here next And I'll, I'll bring it. And then I also have something else that I didn't tell you about. Some weird Japanese like version of Jack Bauer doll with uh with ears like some Mickey Mouse ears. It's one of those Almost weird things. equally okay. amazing. I'll, right. bring that. I'll bring in my first Palm Pilot that I got because oh, I loved when Jack I, Bauer used to I have a Palm, Palm Pilot. I haven't thrown out yet either. I, I have two. I think. They're like my dad's hand me downs. And you know, and I've Palm so you've seen the last season. I've seen the first three. And well, we've all seen all the seasons. We've seen all the seasons, but recently, and the thing that I've noticed, first of all, I mean the t- technology. Yeah. 
from season one, I mean, obviously season eight to now is a little more recent, but from season one with the Palm Pilots, things taking a little more time, the, just the just the technology is so different than, yeah. than having something implanted in your skin and calling your <laughs> right. surgery. Oh, and yeah. Stuff like that. The technology is amazing in this show. But the other thing that I noticed that I thought was really, really cool, and we'll definitely do a little something on it, there were a lot of cameos from people who actually got on TV shows that so were bigger bizarre. than big, big names. Like... Uh, uh, Daniel Day Kim from Lost. Paul um, Wesley, who's I now cover Vampire Diaries, and he's the lead on Vampire Diaries. Yeah. So I was watching, and he's actually Kim's husband, and I was like, no way. Uh, um, President it, Palmer. Everybody. Yeah. Um, Unbelievably huge, huge stars. What's his name from uh, Breaking Bad? Now I'm forgetting. Uh, Dean Norris, I think his name is. Uh, um, the. the um, the, the, brother in law, the brother-in-law for um, Breaking Bad. Dean Winter. Uh, what's his name? God, somebody. I can't I, remember I know, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I know it, but I'm, I'll, I'll look it up. But definitely, you know, we'll do a little thing where we'll talk about all we the should. people who did cameos. Because I'm just looking at people who have bits. Part, like Daniel Day Kim was uh, like a police sergeant in like two or three episodes in season two. And I'm like freaking out. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Billy Burke was a major character in season two. He's on Revolution. If that show still survives, but one yeah, of the leads on Once Upon a Time, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you start out. you start seeing all these people, and they just had little bit parts, and you probably wouldn't remember them. But if you go back to see it, yeah, they really did start careers of a lot of people over the years. I want to do that, and I also want to do where they have been between then and now, because some some of these actors have had huge the ones that were on the show then yeah. and now are on the show have had huge roles in the interim, which yeah. is incredible mm-hmm. for them. You know, and I just remember that the bit parts. Sorry, the, oh, yeah, the, the characters are so strong and like mm. I just remember loving the presidents every season like Gregory Itzen mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I love to well, I don't remember his like or, presidential name or but. you love to hate them because yeah some of them, not so much. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> uh, you know, before we go, we could, just, we could just talk a lot more about the show before we get started. But I just want to talk about you guys. First of all, thanks so much for tuning in. This is a new show. This is going to run for the 12 episodes that are that are going on between May and June and, and uh, July. But uh, I also want to talk about another TV show that's really important to us here at AfterBuzz. Uh, if you know our founders, Maria Menounos and Kevin Undergaro, currently have a show on Oxygen on Tuesday nights at 10 o'clock called Chasing Maria Menounos. And it's all a look at their lives, a look at Maria's life and all the crazy stuff that she does. I mean, she she is incredibly busy. Besides founding AfterBuzz, she hosts Extra, she wrestles, she dances, she does all sorts of stuff. Yeah, Last it's really you. cool because it actually is a look into AfterBuzz. Uh, they talk about one of our studios being created, mm-hmm. Studio C, which is a, a studio that if you guys watch this, you've all seen before, seen um, and all different things. There's a lot of us who have cameos on it because they come in different things. So if you if you're a fan of AfterBuzz, you've got to be a fan of the show. It's incredible. Yeah. So we totally recommend you take a look at it. You definitely get to see a little bit more of the AfterBuzz, and you also get to see a look in the lives of Maria and Kevin, who really bust their ass. You know, and I love seeing how genuine they are. Like they, what you see on the show, they really are like that. I mean, they were in here in real life when we got here. They were they were sitting in there in real out. life. Well, in no, real but just saying, like in real life, they really are know. that busy, but they stop and make time to have one on one conversations. Yeah. And, and you know, I sat and talked to Kevin at night, and he remembers things from you know mm. so to see people that are at that level but really are genuine. I appreciate and, that. And they know? love TV. I mean, that's one of the reasons why they found it after Buzz. Yeah. They love what, what, what's being done here. So please take a look. It, it really does support this uh, this organization when you actually support that show. Uh, if you can't see it uh, on Oxygen, if you're international, you can also get it off of iTunes or Amazon uh, or you can get it on demand. And speaking of iTunes, this is our first show uh, on iTunes and unless you're watching a streaming right now on AfterBuzz TV or catching us on YouTube when we post it a couple hours later. But please uh, subscribe to us. 
rate us. We love five stars. Please write. It also uh, supports us when you are rating us and subscribing because this is stuff we could show to publicists. This is stuff that we can show to sponsors, and it really does support the station. Yeah, and 24 is such, you know, the fans mm-hmm. are amazing. It has such a cult following. That's why we have it back, 24 yes. Live Another Day, because mm-hmm. everybody was so obsessed with it that we got to know what you guys are thinking so and, that we can incorporate it in the show. And we're yeah. hoping to get some guests during these 12 weeks, too. We so are going to get some guests. We are going to. You know what? We we're are going to get Thank you for that. We have a couple people we booked. Are. You'll be excited. So, yeah, it really does help us out when we can show people and go, look at the people checking Look us at out. the people. Look at the people. <laughs> so, yes. All right. Let's get, <laughs> let's get started on this. One other thing I want to mention about 24 that just made it so um, iconic for TV is it really did start the whole mid-season. Lost ended up picking up on it too, but it really started the let's start our season in January so we don't take any weeks off because I believe 24 never started in the fall. It was always a mid-season replacement because they were always smart enough to know that if you lose a couple of weeks, you lose momentum. momentum. Yeah, Yeah, and I I think we usually got the two hours to start, two hours to end or something like that. And the first and the season premiere a few seasons was uh, uninterrupted commercial, but no commercial. Yes, I remember that. Went by really? Ford. Yeah. yeah. They oh. actually had that. And then also uh, just it did a lot for, I mean, especially during the President Bush uh, years, you know, talked a lot about just the way uh, – the way we deal with terrorists, and and it was actually used as an example a lot in the news, <laughs> right? <laughs> as to as to current events. And I can't how we... wait to bring my fresh perspective to this after show because I don't remember anything <laughs> from the earlier <laughs> seasons beyond liking it. Well, <laughs> for those of you who haven't tuned into Twenty Four and this is your first look, that's probably as far back as we're going to go. We, we might mention a little bit when we yeah. get the characters, but we definitely wanted to show a primer and also, I guess, yeah. prove, prove that we know some stuff about Twenty Four. Yes. But I did. Do you remember though? Is like how like defining the look of the show was from mm. the split screen. Screens. Like, oh, yeah. right. no one's done that since that I've watched. And, of course, the iconic bump, 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 yeah. bump, yep. bump. So yep. The events a... occur in real time. I know, I love that. we that. had our first split screen. I wrote it down 14 seconds into this episode. <laughs> we had our first split screen. <laughs> I, I love that. And then we had the homeless man popping out undercover. You were uh-huh. so excited about that. I was. And then the big Classic. camera that rolls. Like, and, and Jack Bauer's first time. appearance, three minutes in. Three minutes in. <laughs> I made you guys oh, wrote that down, yeah. too. Yeah. Dressed King, like 15 Dressed in. like the Unabomber. Yep. <laughs> so if you don't, if you didn't watch the other shows and you didn't watch 24 and you want to come into this and you're a little confused, then you might want to listen to this. If you don't care about it, you know, you can skip through what happened. But just to catch us up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So the last time we saw Jack... He was talking to President Taylor. Uh, they were talking via telephone, and he was sitting, hands above his head, outdoors, and he was about to get shot and killed. She had ordered a hit on him, hmm. and she ended up, last second, changing her mind. She's watching, uh, everybody at CTU is watching him on video camera, and she says that she has to pay for her sins. He's going to have to pay for his, but she wants to give him the chance to escape and get away. And she says, you know, maybe you should go somewhere in Europe and, and, and kind of gives him and she says, the Jack, head the Russian, start. The Russians are coming for you. Yeah, the Russians are coming for, for you and so are we, is what she says. But she gives him the head start and that's the last we see of him. And he kind of looks up at the at the camera and we see and, you know, Chloe's standing there and she's talking and she's crying. God, and, I was crying at yeah, that moment. Of oh course. my gosh. Of course. Such a big moment. But I think it's so interesting that we pick up tonight almost the first time we see him is... Uh, through the camera again and then very quickly we see him hands above the head and I was like wow we haven't lost a single beat at all we are right back here when he looked up Mm. and gave his like under the eyebrow look and then gave his little grin oh 
It was, I was settled right back in like I was back mm. in 24 Jack Bauer moments. This right. is the perfect time really to, to do this uh, show, by the way, because I don't think there's really anyone talking about Keith or Sutherland being too old for this role, kind of like some other iconic uh, movie characters. No. I don't think he seems that... Uh, Old or aged, you know, like like a Sylvester Stallone or Arnold Schwarzenegger. Every time he you see them in action, he looked ripped and awesome. I know, like and he's running and very mobile. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> when he did that jump, when he did that jump over the uh, like down a flight, uh, down one yeah, level, he I actually my, my knees hurt personally. I was like, <laughs> she was like, so that's so be it. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. But it's like so timely to have the show come back and like so enjoyable. I was like, is he going to be like the new James Bond for TV, just like reinvented yeah. for like the modern era? Yeah, mm. and it is interesting because, Nando, you brought up the point of the during the Bush era and all of the topics that we touched upon. And mm-hmm. now we're talking about topics that are, again, relevant, mm. which is really interesting, um, obviously, with drones and different things. And I, of course, have been watching interviews and I hear that the season gets a little more intense and a little more realistic. Well, not just that. I mean, when you when you look back at the seasons, like, like I said, I've, I've definitely rewatched the first three uh, seasons and I'm, I'm planning on doing the other. But you go from a, assassination attempts to nuclear nuclear uh, bombs in L.A. to a virus you know, mm-hmm. to all sorts of stuff. So really, drones is something that has never been talked about before, but it really is a serious threat. What would happen? Uh, we'll talk more about this, obviously, as we talk about the show. But what would happen if somebody took over the drone situation? Yep. You know, uh, you know, the U.S. drones that can just travel anywhere in the U.S. and just bomb anyone from far away. Remote control. It's an incredibly scary, uh, preposterous. Well, now I want to say preposterous. It, it could possibly happen. You freaking know. nuts! But it would if it did. Nerve wracking. Nuts. Yeah. Absolutely. And and that's the new concept. The old concept and coming back from the old twenty fours is seeing that some, they're trying to put the blame on somebody else mm-hmm. and knowing. 24, there's obviously some insiders working, so yeah. I'm watching this show and I'm like, do I trust you? Yeah. Which one are you? Wh- who- who's turning on us, you know? Mm. And I-, I don't know, and I don't, right at now, I have no initial thoughts on who's the bad guy. You know, anytime I watch anything now that has to do with a conspiracy mm-hmm. or espionage, I look at everyone mm-hmm. and I, because of how, of watching 24 and not trusting people, like I think of, it was it Gael, was that his name back Gael. in the day? Gael. Yeah. People like that, who I trusted him for so long and then he turned his back and so like or, well, you thought he turned his back, and well, anyways, the big one, Nina Meyer. Nina, Nina Meyer. I mean, like, that's oh my gosh, Nina. that blew our minds. Yeah, that's the biggest one, right so there. So, anyways, that has like that just goes to my point that I said earlier. Another way that Twenty Four has changed how I watch. Well, TV not shows. just that. I mean, uh, just using season one as an example. I mean, we never know where the end of the day is going to end up. Yeah. Season one started off with a possible assassination attempt of President Palmer. It ended up being a vendetta uh, by uh, by um, Victor Drazen against <laughs> yeah. Jack Bauer and Palmer over a mission that was done like years ago that killed his wife and his son you know so, so it's just really interesting to see how things start off like a nuclear weapon but it ends up being political intrigue someone trying to oust the president yep. for example but uh, which was in season two but uh, but anyway yeah let's talk a little bit um, well first of all what I, I, I touched on this briefly but I really love seeing the technology Obviously, when when twenty four first came out, iPhones weren't even invented yet. It was Palm Pilots. You had yep. to pull a stylus out and do little notes. Now you just use your finger, for example. Uh, we definitely got to see a lot more technology in this. It, this definitely has been updated for modern times. I uh, mean, are you crazy to have something implanted under your skin and hmm. push on your skin, and it goes to somebody else who then bombs or fires, whatever? How do I get one of those? Like, <laughs> wh- what black market do I have well, to you, find? You need a 
Serbian, you need a Serbian uh, gangster with you. Yeah, I guess. With several slashes to represent the people that he's murdered. Should yes. I just like put out a Craigslist ad? Or <laughs> I mean, honestly, starting this with that mm. was such a mind. Bl- I can't even imagine that. You it know? excites me to see what what other things we're going to see like that. This yeah, season. you know what I mean. If they're yeah. going to set the bar there, how now, do you even think mm-hmm. of that? How do you think of that? That's what I was wondering too. Like, where do the writers come up with this? And with the cell phones, like, is there any other cell phone in the same grouping? Right. That's yeah. brilliant. Like, either these people should actually be working for the CIA, solving crimes, or they're doing amazing research. And I, I'm like so curious to find out. Well, luckily, I mean, some of the producers from Twenty Four when they moved on, we were talking before you pointed out. Um, was it Howard? Uh, who's the one of this gross, um, Howard Grossman? Yeah, uh, yeah, he did Homeland. Howard I mean, a lot. Gordon, Gordon, excuse yeah. me. He did Homeland. A lot of the, you know, I remember hearing a couple of TV shows. I'm sure we, we can do a little section on it saying, from the producers of 24 comes yeah. this new show. You know, uh, Homeland wasn't the only one, but I think that was probably the most successful out of all the post-24 shows yeah. that people could talk about. So they definitely, these writers, they definitely have done their espionage research and they've definitely, you know, are, are up to date on these. And things. if you watch Homeland, you you see a lot of 24 in it. It is oh, yeah. very much so inspired by this, which is... The good parts. Uh, just kidding. I uh, <laughs> do 24. That's why I say that. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, the technology is definitely there. Uh, one thing that we also see, like again, you know, Jack Bauer ripped. Chloe O'Brien ripped. Ripped, yeah, what? Totally we see ripped. her arms. I'm like, get it, girl. When she was stretched out like a horizontal Jesus and her arms are like this. Yeah. Yeah. I like know. A, I know. I'm crazy. I mean. Tattoos for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody's got more tattoos. Right. Jack's got a half of a sleeve. Going I think on. He, he didn't have those before, right? He had some because he didn't he have like a snake for. He did because he actually. Uh, I read an article Seals. saying that he actually legitimately got tattoos for Jack Bauer as Jack Bauer, no. but real life tattoos. Yes, I think it's so cool how mm-hmm. invested he is in Jack Bauer. And when he said he was uh, offered to pick the show back up, he was like, "Oh my god, I can't wait! It's yeah. like being with an old friend again." Which is, I love the way they kept describing that. Mm. I mean, he loves to play him, but he also said he loves the like fans' reactions to him. Uh, Yeah, because when I look at him, even though he's been in so many things and had so much success, I'm like, Jack? Yeah. (laughs) You know, that's how I think of him. He's the actor you can't separate from anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Even though he's incredible, it's just like this. When he did Touch, you're thinking, oh, Jack Bauer's in Touch. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) absolutely. Absolutely. And comparing Touch to 24, which just to me, 24 blows Almost everything out of the water, yeah. so it is hard. Oh, did you see? Did you guys see uh, Jack's tweet today? No. He said, uh, hashtag 24LAD, so 24, live another day, hmm. starts tonight. For those of you who watch it, I hope you dig it. For those of you who don't, I'll see you in the bar. And I loved it. That was very, like, half Jack Bauer, half Kiefer Sutherland. I like that. That's pretty cool. I but, really enjoyed that. Well, you know, the, he is not the only <laughs> character good. that makes 24. He's the he's the central character, and he's been around since... He's the only character that's been around since season one. The next oldest oh, character... The Chloe, yeah. yeah, the next oldest, old, oldest character is Chloe O'Brien, mm-hmm. played by Marilyn Ricecub, who is a phenomenal actress and comedian as well. Uh, she's mainly known for doing comedies, yeah. but 24 is her big action role. <laughs> she had so an amazing serious. interview uh, with Wendy Williams this week, if everyone wants to check it out. But she was talking about her stand-up, and she's just so freaking funny, and it's so bizarre yeah. to watch her. And to see her morph into an action. Again, she's ripped, but in season three, she was the annoying you know, computer person. That oh, she you, drove you crazy. Yeah, drove you crazy, and she always had a scowl. And That's she part of the reason I fell in love with her, though, is because she drove me crazy, and I hated her. 
hater. <laughs> and then I wanted to still hate her, but I couldn't because she did so many things that I love. And then mm. I just fell in madly. Also, bad. she's just fascinating. Like, there's no yeah. other character, like, actress out there mm-hmm. who looks like her and has her facial expressions and mannerisms, but it's, like, believable. It's, yeah. like, not a character. Absolutely. I mean, I love seeing this new Chloe who's a fighter. Mm. And, I mean, she's doing the Edward Snowden thing. She's dressed by Alexander McQueen or something like that. <laughs> her, like, flowing black. Very Tattooed by Kevin Bondi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At the very end of season eight, we hear Jack say to her, I never would have guessed all of those years ago that you were going to be my person. You know, mm. looking back, I never would have guessed that. Uh, you're and my person. Uh, yeah, and it's like, oh, I, it makes me so happy and that's why I was so crushed tonight when we hear Jack say he doesn't have a friend Chloe's your friend he's, open your he's eyes he's protecting her he's pro- I, I'm sure he's protecting her but I mean if you think of some of the more memorable characters in CTU uh, I Tony mean, Almeida yeah Tony, Tony Almeida's Almeida. the big one and Michelle Dressler yeah oh, Michelle. Uh, Samwise Gamgee yeah Samwise Gamgee Who, the guy from The Hobbit one of The Hobbits <laughs> oh yeah 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 uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sean Astin. Uh, oh, I, can't remember, I knew you were going with that. I knew you were going. Ryan we have Chappelle. Renee Walker. Yeah, Renee Walker. There's a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of them. Uh, but Chloe's his person. What's the guy's name that, uh, that was the uh, assistant to the president with the red hair? He was uh, he was like the security for the president. Uh, he had the red oh, hair. Aaron, yeah. Aaron. He played. It was like Aaron. Aaron something. Davis or something. Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. There's so many characters. I'm. Trying He's to another remember. career who's been launched. He's all over the place. He's a, he plays that character that that high level security. Military. Whatever, I mean, remember but, when he had an affair with, uh, yes. with uh, Gregory Ibsen when he was the president? Was that president? Not Taylor. It was President Morgan. Um, the the one who ended up uh, killing. Yeah, the one that yeah. the, 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 the uh, bad one, the, the really yeah. terrible. I'll president. think of it. I'll think of it. He was I, like a male <laughs> version of Chloe. We're going all over the place here, so it's hard us. not to because we have so many memories with the show. We eight seasons. Well, I mean. <laughs> nothing like this existed. So yeah, there, we could talk about yeah, this all made day. The TV yeah, movie. but uh, but anyway, so yeah, so another character that's recurring is uh, who's back is. Kim Raver's character, Audrey Gaines. Oh, right, okay. Audrey. She's from season four. She was in season four through season six. So just again to catch us up on where we left off with her, mm-hmm. uh, she ended up going to China to try to save Jack because Jack was kidnapped by the Chinese and mm-hmm. she ended up getting herself into trouble. Jack had to try to come save her. She had a mental breakdown. She completely turned into a different person, yeah. never hospitalized. Uh, her dad was so pissed at her. Now we see that he's the president, but yeah. he was so pissed that she went. He advised her not to. And Jack wanted to be with her. He saw what she had turned into, and he decided for her own good he couldn't. Well, kind of like what you said before about Jack saying, I have no friends. He, right. he ultimately realizes that he is he's a tortured soul and can't really connect with anyone. That's why he distances himself from, from Kim Bauer, from his daughter. That's why he kept himself separate and that's why he's he's going solo on his own and really the thing about Audrey that I think is the most important thing for characters who aren't familiar is out of all the seasons Jack was married in season one to uh, to his wife Terry who mm-hmm. died in the season the closing minutes of season one and since then he's had a couple of other uh, relationships but Audrey seems to be the one that had the biggest impact with him he, absolutely it, 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 she was around for three seasons and it definitely was uh, they definitely had a relationship and uh, he worked under her dad, who is in this as well, and he ha- he's president of the United States right now. Right. And her dad didn't like him being involved with her as well, so that was part of the reason why he he, uh, he separated himself from Audrey. It didn't work out with Terry or with Renee Walker because they both died. So, you know... <laughs> that's why. It, it kind of And that's a great way. reason. Uh, no, that's <laughs> a great reason. It, it does. <laughs> it, it keeps you from being with somebody. So, you know, she if they were going to bring a love interest back, mm-hmm. this was obviously the way to do it. Right. Um, and it wasn't that they separated because he didn't love her. It was because he loved her so much that he couldn't put her through this constantly. Perhaps the only one that he feels like any strong feeling towards. And Chloe. 
Absolutely. But that's why it's never been sexual. Chloe's never been sexual. Just been like a sister. Yeah, I think it's so interesting that Audrey is back, but she's also in this very like passive role so far. You know, she's not. She doesn't even know. She doesn't work. Yeah, she doesn't know Jack Bauer's alive. Yeah. Well, it nobody just, knows. Yeah, that's the crazy part. Yeah. We're, just we're, her husband, the chief of staff. <laughs> and chief of staff, just to simplify it, that's kind of like the executive assistant, right? Uh, I guess or that's a, a good way more. of putting it. He has a little bit more power than an executive assistant, but he definitely assists the president with all all decisions. He's his confidant, I would say. that was a, That's a good word for chief of staff. He's uh, the confidant who actually has power. The way that we've seen it on 24 is also the person that will give it to the president straight. So I, right. I'm not sure about in actual, you know, but on 24, it's mm-hmm. the person who will sit him down and be like, this is what's going on. Yeah. Um, I mean, Palmer had, Palmer's chief of staff was a major part, too. Uh, I looked that up. Uh, and so was Taylor's. Yeah, so was Taylor's. All of them had a chief of staff. So it's usually an important position. So this one, obviously, uh, Tate Donovan, who has a very extensive, uh, you know, he's one of the newer characters uh, on the show, uh, on in the series, actually. And uh, he, I remember him from Friends. Like, we were talking about yeah. that. Tate's I remember him around. from the OC. Jimmy. 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 Yeah, and if you've so, been watching Hostages... Guy. And, I have not, but, no, uh, but I know he was on it. I yeah, he's, was on inc- it. he's incredible. But also, love potion number nine with Sandra Bullock. <laughs> sure, yep. We know his right whole resume. <laughs> but since we're talking let's about... Let's get him in there, yeah. Since Hell we're yeah. talking about Tate, let's talk about some of the new characters. And let's actually let's actually start moving into talking about tonight's episodes. Yeah. Because that were awesome, and we've been spending about a half hour just reminiscing and putting people up to speed but uh there's a this takes place in london which actually takes place in london i actually as a new yorker i was actually a little offended by season eight because it took place in new york but it really was shot in la yeah but this is actually in london you can tell it's 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 easy to tell that it's actually in london and it was really interesting because i I can't remember maybe it was you uh danny had said this uh, um i don't want to call you out if you weren't but you kind of said oh that's ctu it looked very much like ctu but it's actually because we're in london but it's it's the cia CIA. station yeah well that actually confused me because CTU has not been mentioned, right? right? No, we haven't. CTU has not been mentioned. CTU has not been mentioned. Uh, I say that because I, I'm, I'm in error before about CPU. Exactly. That's how I feel about it. But I am confused because after just getting off of season eight, I didn't think that we, I would think we would have a CTU. Some, well, CTU some is always, CTU. if I remember correctly, and, and you watch, you rewatched ep, uh, season 8, which yeah. I, I like I said, I wanted to start from the beginning, but I just couldn't catch up in time, and you saw season 8. I know CTU at very, various times was always being in danger of being taken apart. Well, in season 8, if you guys remember, mm-hmm. um, actually it was blown up, basically. Yeah. Somebody came in and took out everything. And it they, was also blown up in season two. <laughs> yeah, but they did a quick band-aid to fix all the technology. Yeah. But I don't know if maybe at that point they just mm. kind of scrapped it. Uh, CTU was in danger of being shut down a couple times that yeah. season because they weren't quite getting there. But it, it didn't end up, the show mm. didn't end with there not being a CTU. Right. Well, CTU is is a domestic, uh, well, it's a fictional agency, but it's right. a fictional agency that's supposed to be domestic. CIA the counter-terrorists. Yes, yeah, CIA. CIA is supposed to be international. It's always international. That's why FBI is considered, as another one, considered domestic. CIA is international. I guess I was just confused that this is not CTU, and yet they're so familiar with Jack Bauer's face. They can spot it on the black and white camera, Mm. and they watch his videos being training. Yeah, well, he's a major enemy. And I think it's an international, it was an international thing. So he's just that high profile of a person. It's Mm. so strange, because I I think to myself, who could I relate him to in life? You know, like, what level is he? You know, is is he somebody that we could pick that we know because I don't know of any terrorists that 
are good and bad. I yeah. don't know that somebody mm. at that level of like a Jack Bauer in America would we even know about him on the I news. I don't know. It's but you know what? Well, first of all, he's yeah, called a high value suspect, and and I, I mentioned this when I first saw him. When we first saw him, he kind of had that Unabomber look. He had the he black did. hoodie on, which is definitely someone we identify in in the past ten years as uh, an enemy of of the state. Yeah, well, absolutely. But it's so crazy that everybody's looking at him as an enemy of the state. I'm I'm sitting here wanting to shake them all, being like. Don't you know? It's typical 24. Someone never believes Jack Bauer, and he always has to go rogue and do all this crazy stuff. I know. But going back to that, what I thought was really interesting about about the CIA, it was very CTU-esque. Yeah, it was. It it looked like that, and the characters in there pretty much In the layout of their office, they had the open desk format, and the way people can see each other. There's no room. It's a magazine. Offices have changed a lot in 15 years. There are standing desks now. But this looks very, very similar to the old style. And even the characters, are very similar. I think that's for the fans, though. I think that's for, you know, to give you some oh, yeah. sense of familiarity. You that know what I mean? Sense. Uh, because there's little things like that. That's not going to change the narrative of the show, whether it's whether they're in mm. offices or rooms. I think that is more for, con, you know, con- congruity. What's the word? Consistency? Consistency. Maybe? That's probably an easier Congruency. one. Yeah, that's an easier one. And I agree, because I was I was so excited to see Kate calling Jordan, the other com- computer hacker. Mm. And I was like, oh, she has her own Chloe. Yeah! yeah. Absolutely. You know? But again, just because I, I was just coming off Chloe. of it, yeah. it, it was like very much so, uh, if anybody remembers, because he was only in that season, it was like Arlo and Dana at that time. Like, yeah. what a, it's just, it's interesting that they are trying to do the same dynamic, same setup. Yeah. Everybody has their person. So Steve um, Navarro is the boss who's not going to agree with everything, wants to do things by the book. That's Benjamin Bratt. That's Benjamin yeah. Bratt. Okay. And then Yvonne Strahovski was great in Chuck, and she was also in Dexter the last couple of seasons. She's great at what she does. She's pretty much playing the Jack Bauer character in the CIA, which I thought was really interesting, because she's the one that's going against the boss, and she's the one that's always right, even if no one agrees with when her. When she tased that security guard, yeah. right away, you're like, oh my gosh, she she's is a female she, Jack Bauer. She's pulling a Bauer. Yeah. Just a little teaser that somebody's expressed interest on coming in and talking to us, so we might see her in studio. Uh, I would love that. She's hey. a, she's awesome. She's a total phenomenal right. and a babe. Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. So anyway. I think, I, ha- I think I have a problem, I have to say, with the Benjamin Bratt casting, because he's playing the identical character to his FBI agent in Miscongeniality. It's so hard. And when he's talking so down to Kate's character, I was like, oh my god, this is the moment where he's like putting the swimsuit on her. being like, go to your office. I know, I'm having, I literally am the same thing because he is so great and it yeah, is exactly how he should be playing it and I'm just like oh my god. Well, I want to know from the fans no- if, if anybody else felt the same way as you because that's, that's really funny. No, I was right there. I, let us know because there's not a thing wrong with his performance. He's right. so talented. It's just his backstory. But I bet you there's other people you're not the only one who had that thought. I want to know if other people had. That's really funny. Oh, they yeah. must have. I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, so Jack Bauer in this uh, episode, I mean we see him, he's getting caught by uh, by the CIA, and this is historic. In four years that he's been he's disappeared for killing those Russian diplomats and being on the run from both the U.S. and the Russian governments, he finally gets caught. And Kate seems to be the only one who's suspicious about his antics because she felt that he could have gotten away. Which he, makes her a mini Jack. Yeah, which makes her a mini Jack. Doubting it, running in, trying to interrogate Jack when she's not supposed to, tasing yep. that that uh, person that's trying to take her out. And we know a little bit of a back history about Kate that's very different than Bauer. Yeah, that's interesting. Is that she is? It's her last week working there, and from what we understand, the reason why she is getting kicked out and moved stateside is because her husband got caught selling secrets to the Chinese. And she missed it. 
and, and she, she didn't catch it. it. Yeah. yeah. Or they thought, you know, she's saying she didn't see it, but hmm. I right. don't believe she missed it, which either way it was a fault of hers. Yeah. And then uh, another character that, that I don't know if he's going to have a big part to play, Eric, mm-hmm. who was the field agent in charge of catching uh, Jack Bauer. And I had the actor's name. It's it's actually really hard it's to It's hard remember. I can't. Benga Akinagbi. Chuatel Ejiofor. I did it. I'd say, I'd say Benga Akinagbi. Uh, Benga Akinagi playing the Idris. I would say that was he, a really good job. Yeah, that's a good job. He's playing the Idris Elba character. Right? <laughs> yeah. uh, and they, I was like, it felt like a character like they, Idris Elba could have played. Yeah, too. well, and I know this is another prediction, but I, but that little chip that they showed on his on his shoulder, that little kind of chip they showed where he mm-hmm. was pissed off, mm-hmm. I could see him going. Something happened. Their dynamic with that. Something happening. Either either he goes for the team or he goes against. Absolutely. The team. When I was trying to look for who could be the insider, you know, who's the leak, who's all the. Might be him. He yeah. he does have that chip on his shoulder, and I'm wondering if it's just because he doesn't trust Kate after this, or if this there's ongoing beef. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Chip on his shoulder, yes, but I don't see him like betraying anybody or like sabotaging his country. Well, I don't know, but just going off past 24, there's there's always one who, yeah. or at least they make you think that for a while, well, and I think that might be his play. That's the other thing. The writers could be planting these seeds to like, distract it's true. us. Absolutely. To do this very thing. A little but bit herrings. The reason that I started to think that was because she was, Kate was on to something, mm. and Steve would listen to her, but Eric would not, and I felt like, but I don't Steve know. But Steve didn't either. That's yeah. the one problem yeah, I had. Steve was true. defending her to Eric. That is true. And but switched 10 minutes and later. And switched 10 minutes later yeah. when Kate uh, had a different He's opinion. like, you're out today. Yeah, you're out. Get your stuff. Uh, and he says he was trying to protect her, though. I think he thought that it, the conspiracy had gone a little too far. Mm. But Eric was so quick to dismiss her that it made me think maybe he knows that she's on the right path. Mm. So Yeah, he, that's he a wants, good point. I don't actually know, but I'm just trying to get in the mind of 24 right yeah. now. So I'd watch out for him. Okay. I'd watch out for every single character. The one to watch, Eric. Well, there's always, you know, there's always going to be either a mole or somebody's having a personal problem at home that all of a sudden gets carried into the office. You know, that seems to be the two big things, a relationship issue or something, you know, like, like Benjamin, Steve, Steve's wife's starting to call and goes, I'm going to get a divorce today. And he's like, all of a sudden not paying attention to the job and something happens. Speaking of that, though, are we okay with the fact that we only have 12 episodes, you know, because how are we going to develop those? problems at home and all this stuff in only 12 episodes. I personally, I don't need to see the problems at home. I just want to see the action stuff. I think think what's really cool about being 12 episodes is that we get to skip some of that. I feel sometimes they did add a few... uh, You're not about the drama. I don't mind the drama. I just think there was sometimes it just got a little out of hand and it got very cliche sometimes. Like I said, we started realizing, oh, okay, this is the part where somebody has a mental breakdown because they have a personal issue because mm-hmm. they have a, you know, they have a, a brother that's, uh, that's in a, from a mental institution who's at home who's obviously can't handle the crisis right. of the day or, or again, a relationship issue of some sort. And I think that Jack, though, being rogue and familyless yeah. and everybody being in London, not America, kind of alleviates the like family closeness and like the, drama that could rise. Absolutely, but don't you think previous fans of this show are going to be thinking, where's Kim and the two kids now? You know, yeah. how are we not oh, going to yeah. see her? I think that definitely is a, a question we want to see if if she's going to return. Absolutely. Uh, if Tony's going to return because Tony was, at least when we left him, I believe it was season six or seven, he was going back to prison. He was he was considered a terrorist himself. Yeah. And, was uh, Kim the ex-wife of brown hair? No, Kim, no Kim's, Kim's the daughter. daughter. Kim's the blonde daughter, girl next door, girl baby. Next door, yeah. Did his wife Gosh. have brown hair? Uh-huh. Terry did. Terry, but yeah. she was dead, yeah. I just am having flashbacks, and I think I really liked that actress. Which one, Terry? Yeah. Was she in Keeping the Faith? 
Now, now we're, we've gone too far. Now you're really going on But anyway, though, I just... I love that movie. I think, I think that, you know, they're the people who have never seen the show before who mm-hmm. are watching and are just going to appreciate it for what it is because mm-hmm. they're doing a great job just picking us up here. Yeah. But they're the people who are going to be looking for certain things. And one of the things that I'm looking for is Kim. Oh, yeah. And she's yeah. not supposed oh. to be, I mean, from IMDb and what, she's not supposed to be on the I, show. So. I'm, always looking for, I'm always looking for Kim. So uh, <laughs> Eliza Cuthbert <laughs> okay, is a hottie. Okay, calm down. Sorry. She's a hottie. No, she, I mean, she's a complete and total hottie. Yeah, that's her name, Alicia Cuthbert. That's this right, was the that's first right. thing she ever did, right? This was the biggest thing. The big, she, yeah, this was the, the even if we get like a phone call, a like Skype the, call, the and then she did the girl next door. Next door. She was right hot after in that. that. Uh, uh, Al- yeah. Although, although to be honest, Kim was also a topic of, of ridicule because uh, season one it made sense because she was being kidnapped and so was so was Terry, mm-hmm. uh, his wife. But season two, that was the season where she was like a nanny with her, boy, and she was her trying, boyfriend. She was trying to escape this abusive right. thing, and she ended up being chased down by a cougar one scene. Yeah, they were like one an actual cougar. Yeah. She was, like in the middle of, she was in the middle of the wilderness escaping because there was going to be a nuclear explosion possibly in L.A. And, and Jack was trying to get her out. And uh, she got into a car crash and she was out in the wilderness. And there was like a bobcat or a cougar <laughs> following her for an episode until she got to a house. It, well, it, it was uh, a, it was totally like people were making fun an, of her. a cougar, like a different kind of cougar. <laughs> a different cougar now. Just on Kim a little <laughs> bit though. So where we left off with her is she left um, to move to L.A. And Jack yeah. was supposed to come with her mm-hmm. and instead he stayed for day eight. Yeah. So, she moved to L.A. to do the girl next door. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That was actually yes, to part be a of the porn star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, because everyone in LA is a porn star. So I don't know. Maybe a yes. phone call from her, and I'll be satisfied. You yeah. know, this is such like a big event style show that they're like very much hyping billboards everywhere in LA. Uh-huh. I could mm-hmm. so see them start doing like the Mad Men things of like seek out guest stars that's under the radar that nobody knows about until they pop up on screen. That's, and that's what I mentioned earlier. I think that's what happens with Kim. I think we see Kim at some point. It's just not on IMDb because it's supposed to be a surprise. And yeah. for people like us, which there's so many. 24 fans will so appreciate that I you know yeah. I would love to see her on like I said I, I can I can talk an hour about how hot I think she is but I also think because it's in London and she's not there if they're she's really in following the studying format, abroad. if they're really in that, yeah, she's still in college. Uh, if they're For really the in that kids, format, yeah. she might maybe you'll see her on Skype. I really don't see yeah. her in London. So, um, or maybe with the technology <coughs> now, we'll we'll see her in a hologram that comes from Jack's thumb. But I could see if this really is something that they want to continue after this season, after this mini season, which there are rumors that this could continue. Yeah, uh, I could see her coming back at yeah. some point. Absolutely. I just don't. Think I don't see why other one. actors and actresses wouldn't want to. Want she the, hasn't really done anything back. recently, so I don't know. I know she's know. married to a hockey player living up in Canada. I don't know if she's uh, if she's uh, acting really. You I haven't know, seen her anything recently. It's really difficult. That's my theory on why this is only 12 episodes. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, if you think about even show um, like Arrested Development and they came back after a bit, it's so hard. These actors' careers are all taken off yeah. and you can't get their filming schedules right. You just can't do it. That's so. definitely part of it. But also, I, you know, and actually in the chat room, I, I opened the chat room. I, I noticed Joseph Bose, a few other people talking about uh, about, you know, the 12 episode type thing. And, and, you know, a lot of the best shows on TV just have limited 12 episode runs mm-hmm. or eight mm-hmm. episode runs. I mean, you look at. They can really focus. You look at AMC, you look at, uh, FX, HBO, you look at Showtime. HBO, you look at all of them. They do limited runs. I mean, that comes from the BBC who, who do really, really yeah. great seasons and just eight episodes. So it's completely doable. But also it's for the writers because when you start dragging a story out for 24 episodes, like things start getting a little bit ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I think the writers are able to, 
like to pare down to just the stories they want to tell, not to worry about filling two more hours. Well, while we loved the fact that there were so many different twists in the 24 seasons, I think that's one thing that, uh, while it was good, it was a little polarizing. Some people thought there was too many changes, too many twists, mm-hmm. and too many turns back in the day mm-hmm. in the 24 episodes. We'd see three or four plot changes, major plot changes, yeah. in one season, and it got a little repetitive. But that's what he did. It would do like four to six episodes following a nuke and then all yeah. of a sudden they, they, they disarm the nuke or they just move on to the next section. Next, next thing you know, it's something happening in the White House or right. the president gets injured. And So do we think this coup. entire season is going to be focused on no. fi- I don't no. even know with you. Absolutely I, I, no. not. Absolutely yeah. not. Well, uh, let, her, let the lady talk. I know no. drones. Was it drones? No, I, I don't even know what I was going to say at this point. No. No, no, it wasn't. Um, no, I was just going to say on what we were presented with tonight, um, mm. what the setup was. So that would be drones. That would be uh, going after this Game of Thrones woman. Um, what is <laughs> Michelle Farrelly. Yeah, Margo. Yes. Yeah. Do, um, do you think that's what we'll see? Yeah, I think we have 12 episodes for that reason. I think that we're, we're getting the start, and that's the finish is Jack saving the day and everybody trusting him again. And yeah. now how do we get there? What if it's not? Let me Margo? just throw this out. No, you mean what, what if? No, what if it's not Jack saving the day this time? Well, what if it's different? Well, then that wouldn't be 24. It could be Kate. Uh, it's less so that that wouldn't be 24. She would help. She would yeah. help but yes, I, it I, wouldn't be 24, but it wouldn't be live another day. You know, I, mm. I think this is about, like, his survival and... Okay, no, but I'm going... No, I think that's a great point because mm-hmm. they're making 24 into a massive brand. And you can't do one brand with one actor forever because they get other roles and they get other, then they die. Of course, so but... So transitioning to Kate and then other agents eventually making 24 this world of, like, rotating people. But are you saying what if he fails or what if he's the bad guy? You know what I mean? Because there's a clear difference there. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think fans would be happy about Jack being the bad guy. No. That's not something we could get on board with. But maybe him not succeeding and passing it down to somebody like Kate or mm-hmm. needing her help and her taking over, mm-hmm. that is something I could see them yeah. going for. Interesting. By the way, I just wanted to mention, Elijah Cuthbert was last in Happy Endings. Thank you, Ryan. Uh uh, I can never say your last name, dude, so I apologize. But thanks to Ryan over in the chat room who uh, actually reminded me that she was actually in Happy Endings. She was one of the main cast members of that, which ended, I think, last year. Yeah, people so, love that show. Yeah, it was a really good comedy as well. So uh, let's talk a little bit more. Uh, let's talk about, a little bit about more about Chloe because Chloe, apparently, she became Edward, uh, the Edward Snowden of the of, uh, right. of Or the is show. she working for Edward Snowden? Or she's working for <laughs> yeah. Adrian Cross, Cross yeah. is, is really Snowden, it looks like. So she's definitely working for this organization. She was being held as a traitor uh, for releasing 10,000 uh, military Held and tortured. Bomb. Yeah, well, yeah. held and tortured, definitely, mm-hmm. when we saw her with the, all those ripped muscles all tense from being tortured. Sorry, uh, what did you describe her as? Like a wet dog? She looked like a, uh, a, a, a naked rat, rat naked or rat. something. Uh, uh, she was running off. I felt really bad when we first see her. I'm like, mm, I know as an actress you got to get down and dirty sometimes, but like this this is such a huge appearance and that's how we're seeing you first. I'm like, mm, girl, not a good look. Uh, but she's she's so awesome. It did, I, everything she was doing was so incredibly believable. I just oh, felt yeah. horrible for her. She was sitting there completely lifeless and helpless. Yeah. Until bum, bum, bum. and again, we're not bum, used bum, to bum. seeing her. I mean, she she barely was out in the field during the regular season. Toward the end, she started to get out there, but she was always the I don't know what I'm doing. It was always a little nerve wracking. And mm-hmm. here she is now, captured and out yeah. on the run and hot wiring cars and hot wiring cars. <laughs> Check and, her out. And I think the writers were smart to capitalize on how much everyone was obsessed with her. We want to yeah. see her out there fighting. So, oh yeah. yeah, I love this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we definitely get introduced to uh, Adrian Cross, 
And uh, also, um, well, who's working with Derek Yates, apparently. Or not working with anymore. Or not not working with anymore, especially after what happened at the end of the episode. But, but yeah, but Jack pretty much is on the hunt to try and find out, again, about, this is how 24 started, about a presidential assassination. So this is why Jack came out of uh, hiding. So let's break this down. What exactly, how did Jack get a hold of the name Yates? What did Yates do (laughs) that? He said he picked up on some intel on the only name that he could make off of the intel is Derek Gates. Okay. Right? So, is that yes. correct? Right. Yeah. So he's chasing this lead. So he came across it and that was enough to pull him out of hiding. Are we mad at all at Jack for breaking Chloe out and kind of abusing their friendship so that he could go follow her? And would he have broken Chloe out if he didn't need her help? I wasn't until when he said in the van, he said, I couldn't risk her saying no. Because when the when mm-hmm. the Serbian gangster, whatever guy says, Belchick. Uh, I, still, I still think, what's it? Belchick. Belchick, yeah. yeah. I still think you should have asked him. He said, I couldn't risk her saying no. Mm. I was a little mad there. No, Manip- I'm sorry. It's I manipulative. I wasn't mad at oh. him there. But then when he was in there and she goes, we're friends, Jack. You could have just asked me. I know. When Chloe said that and it was after you. When we were watching the show, we all watched the show live together mm-hmm. and Roxy yelled out, uh, oh my, like she felt bad for Jack when he said, I have no friends. And then he gets in there and Chloe says, you could have asked me. I'm your friend, Jack. She's like, oh, see, you do have a friend. <laughs> then I was like, Jack, you're a dick. You should have just asked her. Well, yeah. Jack was kind of being a dick when well, yeah. he barged in on her and, and uh, with Adrian Cross and started, like, you know, waving his gun around and threatening people. I mean, that was a little dicky. Again, I mean, he she obviously gave the explanation point to, come on, don't be a dick. You can yeah. ask yeah, me. Yeah, but yeah. again, going back to season eight, the last time we see their relationship, Jack was really upset about the Re- Renee Walker thing, had kind of lost it, and was asking Chloe for a lot of things. Mm. And Chloe at some point looked at him and, and turned her back on him a little bit and yeah. went against him. So um, after that, I'm sure she hasn't seen him in so long. Mm. They don't know what state each other's in who and who's sane yeah. and who's not. So I, I'm not surprised he didn't ask her. Although if I was Chloe, I would have been pissed. But the bigger question that I'm asking is would he have broken Chloe out regardless? No. No. No, apparently not because I think Jack, (laughs) yeah, it doesn't seem like he probably had other opportunities to. But this was specifically to get her out, to lead her to... Uh, Adrian Crosser to give her the intel, give him the intel uh, on the presidential assassination of uh, a possible assassination of James Teller. Right. Yeah. Well, James she's Teller, only been in torture for three days, so I don't know how many opportunities he actually could have had. Right? Yeah, sure. It's Jack Bauer. He could have found many ways to try and get thirty in seconds in. With her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. But if he didn't need her, he's not breaking her out. He's yeah. not breaking cover for that. Mm-hmm. And to go back to your question about did it make me angry or us angry mm-hmm. that he didn't just ask her? No, I think that's in character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, so absolutely. So anyway, he's he's out to protect the president, which, again, this is how 24 originally started, a presidential possible assassination of uh, David Palmer. And now here mm-hmm. we are again starting out with a possible assassination attempt on President Heller. And I think that aligns the fans back to Jack because here he is. He's been betrayed by his country. Mm-hmm. They are saying, we're coming after you. You're on the run. You're not a citizen anymore. And he's, he's the ultimate patriot who who's considered yeah, a terrorist. He's still saving America. I uh-huh. know. It makes me question people that we've accused of things before. I'm like, but are you really a Jack Bauer? <laughs> Was it a plan? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know, I don't know about that. But, I'm serious. Uh... I, every single person, I'm like, even I don't know. You hear about these people who were on death row, and then right before they're about to be executed, it's like, wait, he didn't do it. I'm like, that's Jack Bauer. Um, but yeah, it's it is aligning the fans back with them. You guys are giggling at me, but I'm serious. I, I take this show really seriously. I see that. I it see comes, that. Comes into my real life all oh the time. Oh God. Well, I mean, we we see that it's about a. a 
possible assassination attempt, but what it leads to is drones. Uh, he ends up looking for Derek Yates, who has this program that can take control of the drone station. That's uh, at least the one that's out in London. Uh, that, in that no, the one in Afghanistan. in Afghanistan. No, no, it's in Afghanistan, but I believe that the base itself is in England. I wrote down the. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Got the you. Drone center. Yes, I wrote it down here somewhere. Oh yeah, lower lower Hayford for okay. uh, UK. Yeah, and, poor Tanner, uh, man. Yeah, and and by the way, Tanner played by uh, John Boyega, who I loved um, from Attack of the Block. If you've ever seen that uh, movie, it's a English movie. He's in, he's an English kid. He has a great American accent, like most English actors apparently do. And uh, yeah, and he was great in that movie. I totally recommend seeing that one. Uh, I think Edgar Wright. Um, produce that one or something. But anyway. Doesn't Yvonne also have an English accent? The Australian accent. Or Australian. Australian, Australian which Australian is accent. even Australian. more attractive. And she's, so, oh, yeah. she's totally. attractive enough and then when you hear the accent, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right, you know, when when she was, uh, not Yvonne, I guess, but when the, what's who the blonde girl, the other who was British posing as Eastern European? Oh, Simone. Oh, that's, the yeah. prostitute one? Yes. Who wasn't actually a prostitute, but right. she's <laughs> um, Well, you were saying like 24 is trained us to watch TV shows differently. When she's watching him type and talk to Margo on the phone mm-hmm. and like download secrets. She's like seeing everything. I said, okay, either she's going to turn on him undercover or she's going to be killed. Nice. She knows too you much. did that, right? Like, and, he's yeah. asking and that's and like, and like, Simone, like sing-songy too. I was yeah. like, is this a fake accent? Like, mm-hmm. I, know, I know, I know. And Simone's played by uh, Emily uh, Barrington. So, uh, very, very attractive. I loved, I loved when she took the... Did you like her as the blonde or as the red? I liked her as the red. I think I, I would think for red. Yeah. I mean, she was great as the blonde. I love the accent. Both accents were hot, actually. So uh, her mom's red, and her mom's red. There you go. Runs so, in the family. Runs in the family. Michelle Farrelly, so, as some people may know, is Caitlin Stark on Game of Thrones, playing Margot. Uh, she's had a lot of villain. killer roles. Yeah, a lot of killer roles. Mm, yeah, and, and been killed a, a lot of times. So, <laughs> killer roles, absolutely. And a female villain. We haven't had that in a while. So cool. So far, because we never know what's going to develop. But she is the villain of the season. They have announced that, so mm, yes. we know she's in for all twelve episodes, and she's the person that. It- the antagonist. Yeah, and just based on the trailer that came uh, after, it seems like she's possibly working alone. Like, there's not, like, a massive terrorist group behind her. Mm. So I'm interested to see, she like, must be what, high up. The, yeah, what the, like, impetus is. Yeah. That, yeah, is she the head of it? Or is she just, like, how does she doing this? Why? Yeah. I believe I saw her referred to as an English national. Uh, on a national list. I have to, I have to double check that, but I'm sure we're going to get some more information on her, uh, in, in the yeah. next couple of episodes. She also doesn't seem typically evil, uh, and definitely thinks that her cause is just. I yes. don't know what that cause is or why she's so angry, mm. but I, it's interesting to see, you know, if you just take how we view Jack Bauer and put it on her for a second, there could be parts of her that are right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I think they're really smart to like focus on these drones because it's such a hot button issue. Mm-hmm. They was on NPR just today, this afternoon. I was listening about things. Um, and I think with all these computer hackers, they're stealing state secrets mm-hmm. and, you know, stealing target, you know, credit card information, like breaking into every place. It's like, how possible is this? Well, that's another reason why I think it's so great that this show is back on when it is now because Things have changed yeah. from the days of 24, and they can do a new major threat, international threat, and talk about drones. It hasn't really been approached before right. in 24, yeah. and they can, you know, they can talk about stuff like this, like the Snowden stuff, and they can, yeah, like people that hackers think they're they doing good. You know? I think hackers are like the most terrifying terrorists out there. Yeah, terrifying terrorists. Well, it's hard because when you feel like your country is keeping secrets, you, that's not right, mm. and but releasing them is also not right, which is, of course, the <laughs> 
problem that we're seeing today. And and now we have Chloe O'Brien who's at the top of that. And yeah. she's the one who was working so hard for our country and now is releasing all of this. And, and how do we feel about that? Do we feel like she's in the wrong? Do we feel like she's just – uh, I don't know her. I want to know her reason. Like I, we don't know her she, reason. She says you don't don't judge me after what, everything what I've been, been through. through. Yeah. I'm like, tell me yeah. what. I mean, like, I want to be her this therapist. Is not the kind of show, Let's yeah. sit down and talk. This is not the kind of show that has flashbacks <laughs> like Lost or, or the first season. But I'm sure we'll hopefully get a little bit of a backstory. Yeah. Uh, you know, them telling a little bit of their what if story. She like took a video. She's like, here, watch this. I cut this out of this. While we're watching the video, I'm happy. Like from like on my soapbox that they picked like individual people as the villains and not like groups or like a terrorists or it's easier to follow um, when it's individual people there was that yeah, one uh, year when they had that country that you know they wouldn't really say what country it was i think yeah. one, one season they, they did mention i think iran but but they, yeah also i'm tired of watching tv shows and movies about like the middle east like yeah. just like harping on that drama like i don't i don't want like America to be terrified of the Middle East in general. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's like certain like groups mm. within the Middle East and like that's where they are. Absolutely. So I'm just like it's happy not that a it's region like, people. people. Yeah. It's I, not like a group. It's not I would hate to I would hate to end this without really touching base, really talking a little bit more about uh President Heller and uh and of course uh the chief of staff Mark Bordeaux and and even Audrey a little bit because Audrey's married now she's not Audrey Reigns anymore she's Audrey Berdur but uh, I think yeah. what's really really interesting because we know even though it was very minor it was a very minor story these first two hours today we know based on past seasons of Twenty Four that the president's really going to be involved and there's definitely going to be yep. a lot of scenes involving possibly his chief of staff or some other politicians, him, yeah. some plot around them. And I think the most telling thing that we need to talk about with, with Heller is that he seems to be uh, suffering from al- uh, acute Alzheimer's that uh, apparently, according to the doctors, symptoms shouldn't be showing for another year. Well, we haven't put a name on it yet. So right. you, you just I'm, named I'm, it that. Um, we're assuming memory loss. We are assuming that, but I actually, I don't know because... I think that that is something that can develop more rapidly. Uh-huh. I was wondering if maybe some sort of brain tumor a tumor was more accurate. Okay. So I don't, I don't know exactly That's what it is. That's a good point. It could be something different. Yeah. You know. And oh. based on previous seasons of 24, when something's up with the president, it could be the minors, the smallest little thing. It could be like an affair. He had some somebody related to the president having a problem that his presidency is always at stake and is always someone trying to get him out of office or take control. Right. So absolutely. Who would that be here? It maybe, could be Tate Don. It could Donovan. be his chief of staff for uh, all we well, yeah, yeah, all the breadcrumbs are there leading for Tate Donovan to have to tell somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I watched um, last night. There was a 30-minute what you need to know about watching this. And mm-hmm. there was an interview with Tate Donovan who said, I haven't read everything yet. So mm-hmm. I don't know when it was filmed. But he said, I haven't read everything yet. But from what I know as of thus far, I am a good guy. So that's. I don't want to know how far that is. Yeah, Wait, no, they, we don't. We don't know. But okay. he was saying is something he, along those. They're still shooting. No, no, no. Th- this, this was, was obviously was filmed before when it was recorded. Yeah. So he was. So uh, it must have been past this ep or maybe this episode. You know, so I do don't you know. Really believe that he's a, that Mark Berger is a good guy. Uh, I think that he happens to be. I think he is so cautious about Jack Bauer based on he thinks Jack Bauer did this to his the his, love of his life. Yeah. yeah. And so He's I being protective as any guy. I would. don't yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think that he is the guy who got in with this family to take them down. Okay. No, no, I don't think he's that. I think um, I think it's definitely a red herring to think that he is possibly a villain here. I think he's also very protective of his wife and knows about her past with Jack Bauer. So which Mark is unfortunate. wants to protect uh, that's his interest and that's why he doesn't want anyone knowing about Jack Bauer. 
power when he's notified by uh, Steve Navarro. Right. I just like he's going to become that classic character who has great intentions and is just going to like mess things up. Right. It, it's oh, just yeah. it, it's a bummer because I don't blame him right now, but I hate anybody who hates Jack. So mm. he's on he's on my poop list. Like, <laughs> and like as fans, aren't we waiting to see Audrey and Jack reunite? Oh, of course. And oh my gosh, you flipped. There was that you little rewind. There's a little teaser at the very oh, end. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, because I thought that they're, he was with Kate, but he was with Audrey. To forehead. Yeah. It's, it's a split second. Not yeah. even his full second. I'm surprised we didn't see a kiss. Does that mean there isn't a kiss? She's married. I mean, it could still happen. Oh, well, I'm just saying. Cheat. You don't no, want to no, assume that right away. But that's true. Okay, nobody likes a cheater, and I don't want her to cheat. But Jack goes against I want the her rules. To Jack, so what do I want? Jack goes against the rules, but he does it for the sake of his country. Maybe <laughs> he does there's a gun to his head and says, "Kiss her, her right now." <laughs> I need, I need her in the eleventh hour to end things, or like maybe Mark to die or something. Well, no. maybe Mark's a villain, and then she ends up kissing Jack. Yeah, that, then you can that cheat happen. if your husband is a terrorist. Yeah, I think then I think you're allowed <laughs> to cheat. Every hero in every movie, though, has, like, the, the mistress he's in love with, and he tells them they can't be together because they're going to end up killing her to, like, get to him. And I think Jack's the only one who's been successful in, like, not letting a woman, like, get to him, though. Yeah. After a couple of trial and errors. <laughs> I, I'm surprised Jack's ever loved anybody ever. You know, like, when you when you look at the way he talks, he's well, so guarded. If you can get through to Jack, if I was at a bar and got through to Jack, I'd be like, I win. Mean, it, all, it all goes back to season one when, when his daughter and his wife were taken, you know, kidnapped. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, he was put to uh, to trying to assassinate, to help assassinate uh, President Palmer. I mean, he it always goes back there. And that's usually why he keeps people away from him at arm's length. So. so. <laughs> you just have this weird face on. I'm just wondering what. Well, I, I think we we had a FaceTime coming. No, my, my computer was going crazy. Oh, okay. The one thing I, I think the one thing I kind of want to mention, which I thought was funny, was that the way that we found out that President Heller may have uh, Alzheimer's or may have some kind of disease that that debilitates him right. is that he he confused President Teddy Roosevelt with FDR. Franklin, yeah. And I think I actually was if we had time. Story I was of gonna, my life. I was going to pull up a bunch of questions and have you guys guess: Was this FDR? Is this Teddy Roosevelt? To see Let's do it, everybody. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. You I just read a book called FDR and the Jews. Okay, all right. Who? The uh, Jews. Right. Which yeah. president? Which president actually uh, was in charge of creating the Museum of Natural History in New York? I know Teddy. 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 What do you say? It's Franklin. Okay, you have a disease. You guys are okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Danny, yeah, yeah. you uh, you might have a year to live. I'm not sure. Dang it. Your, your right. brain is totally gone. So, so now you can't run the conference and go apologize to anybody. Yeah, yes, Chloe. There you go. Sorry, <laughs> Okay, man. next week we should play Grover Cleveland or Abraham Lincoln. Or Cleveland, Cleveland we'll from family. That. Wait, what, do you guys <laughs> or think the, that or the city. was no. Mark too hard on President Heller in this moment, or was he no. doing what he had to do? As chief of staff, no, he's you That's know his he, job. Yeah, as chief of staff but is as, his job. But as the husband of the president's daughter, even more so, it's out of love. But the part I did feel for feel for Heller when he turned around and he just said. I have some work to do. And that kind of face he made. It was more how he got it the second later and he said and the he, name, he has he three kids. With his back was to so him. so mad at himself. But, but I just, sorry, no. Well, I think, I think it's a combo of like it's his job and he's doing it because he cares. He doesn't want to see him get out in the public and have that moment in front in the spotlight. He wants yeah. to, if it's going to happen, have him behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. I think that Mark has the clock going, watching vigilantly President Heller saying, when is this going to get to the point where he will have to step down or I will have to make it a public thing? It needs yeah. to be I, – I thought that maybe they were going to be able to keep it abstract what was going on. But I think we need to be explicitly told what is happening with Heller we so, we, so we know 
There's how... a reason they didn't tell us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. To mm-hmm. keep us watching and keep us guessing <laughs> about it. But I, I need to know so that I can know whether Mark is being a little too dramatic about it or mm-hmm. whether... Or whether it's do we think oh, right now that it's only Mark and Kate that not Mark and Kate Mark and Audrey that no yeah absolutely mm-hmm. well I don't think he's being too dramatic about it it's like the president of the United States I think that's an important job mm. and and don't forget they're overseas <laughs> they're overseas right now too so it's probably more reason for him to be extra protective of the president because uh, it could be an international incident yeah. involved that's why I don't think he's a bad guy because he could elite that yeah uh, but then he would be his but, cover would be yeah. blown but also right now it's like small details. Like twos mm-hmm. and threes and fours, TDRs and FDRs and TBs. But that's not a small detail when you're addressing a group of people who just lost somebody. You know, three to four is a huge deal. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 but I guess like details, not as opposed to like being able to make decisions. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm. I, I am happy though that they said it multiple times in tonight's episode for fans that d- for people who didn't used to watch. We know these to be good people. Yeah. At mm-hmm. least we know that. You know yeah. that the Hellers are good. Yeah. So and they're dealing with a crisis, and, and they are dealing with a crisis. It's not just about the president's possible disease right now. Also, it's about the drone attack that uh, happened to their own military. Friendly, somewhat friendly fire. I mean, obviously, somebody else has ha- took control of a drone. Damn it, and Nando. shot their own people. So, <laughs> damn it. How many times did he say "damn it"? You were you were counting it like three times. Yeah, it was a bigger deal when Audrey also, says it. And I was Audrey like, "Oh, that's one, where yeah. she learned it." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was two, and then yeah, Audrey, and then yeah. Audrey did the third one. So yeah, that's something we're, we're going to keep a calculation there's been on. Like a, there's been like a movement around. There. Like, see T-shirts come across my Twitter feed and things like that. Like, people, <laughs> we gotta get it. My birthday's in July, guys. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. And did you read to too that he had just said it like out of like improv during one scene and they kept it in and it became like the biggest thing. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, that's it was never scripted. Awesome. That's awesome. That's I did awesome. not know that. That's yeah. awesome. He, um, Jack was on the cover of Entertainment Weekly. Mm. So I read that. There you go. Yes, exactly. That was from a couple of weeks ago. So so right now where we're leaving it off is, uh, well, President Heller has this uh, possible international incident because two of the four people that were uh, killed in the attack on mm-hmm. the military from the drone were British uh, intelligence officers, mm-hmm. and then also that the uh, the item that Derek Yates had to take control of the drones right now is in possession of Simone, who is Margot's daughter. It seems like they're right. very good. Come familiar, home to mommy. Come home to mommy. Come so, home to mommy. Yeah. So this terrorist actually, <laughs> she does not. This villain does not have it yet, but she is pretty much going to, about to it's have on it. On its way. It's on its way. But this is the part that always kind of lost me on 24 because this isn't how my brain exactly worked. What exactly was Heller doing with the Prime Minister? That They were in agreement to do what that was about to get messed up because of this drone? Do you guys understand my question? Did I... Uh, yeah. He was going to... No, because they were going to put a drone station, a drone operating station in... They're uh, talking about the base because remember the protests yeah. going on. So the Prime Minister was agreeing to that and now doesn't know because of this drone issue. It was all... Yeah. So it's well, just basic yeah. politics but the, the incident obviously is going to put a kibosh on any of that right now. Well, okay. we probably... That's what it looks like. I mean, he just turned around and walked out of the yeah. room. And then Jack and Chloe are on the hunt to try and find the... Uh, to find David Yates. They don't know he's dead yet. Uh, Derek, and to find yeah. someone. Derek Yates. And uh, and I believe Kate is on the hunt to try and find Jack. So uh, really interesting. I can't There's wait. There's a lot to of see. hunts happening. I can't wait to see. Uh, I really do. Well, so you know hunts. what? I'll save that for predictions, which we're almost up to. I but know, but the we, fact that we just skipped over the actual murder scene of Yates. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, Smokes. come on. Mm. 
in the all, ear. That girl was badass, and you go, you go stab well, him. That's a lot badass. of force to drag it down. Yeah, I just she jumped. We've you seen jumped. deaths a lot of ways. I, I felt bad for you because I was sitting next to you, and I my nails in your leg. I'm like, uh, like wow. It was, uh, you like, jumped a few times this season. Yeah, I'm a little jumpy. I'm here's a little jumpy. my here's my only thing about the murder scene. Are you ready for this? Okay. Turned you on a little too much. No, this is why Derek's an idiot. Let me just tell you. Oh, okay? he's an idiot. I was saying yeah, that Yeah, but let me tell you in this situation specifically why okay. he's an idiot. Okay. He's at the urinal. Mm-hmm. He turns around because he hears the door open. She's standing there. He says, you know, they have the little banter. You're crazy, whatever. She says, I just want you. He turns back around to finish peeing at the urinal. <laughs> That's what gave her the opportunity to come behind his back and flip out the switchblade and stab him. Why would you turn back around to the urinal and keep continue on with your urination? He's as bad. At, well, not even that. He put the box with the <laughs> mice mad. by the mirror so, and then walks like six feet away and takes a piss. What are you doing? His stupidity was not just like taking like – Having sex with his girlfriend there—that I mean, was no, the dumb part. Uh, or was the dumb part turning his back? His back. Uh, there's something to be said about public places. Yeah, you know, it can be, I mean, that seemed a little like, he like made a dirty. It sound back. like she's done it before. So yeah, I guess like he's it was cool with thing, that. So whatever. Yeah, he's, I wonder how long she was playing along with this. Mm. That's like well, some she was hot. She was hot both as a blonde and a, with the Russian accent and as. Did a that answer redhead. how long oh. she was playing along with it? And he didn't notice she had a wig. I do want to say something else about that scene. Great point. That is a great point. Assuming they slept together, like, how does she get that on? Yeah. She was a prostitute. And then she could easily take it off. I did notice something. I want to see if you guys noticed this. I wrote this down. When she gets up to go to the bathroom, mm. the there's a they cut to the bartender. Mm. Did you notice this? Oh, yeah, yeah. I did notice that. cut to the bartender. Huh. So when they find him dead and whatever, this bartender, I wonder if the bartender is going to be the one to share, like, oh, there was a girl. She was blonde hair. Oh, oh. They check the footage. It's a, nice it's a redhead. Yeah. So I You're knew, wicked smart. It was, it was yeah. a yeah. wicked smile. Yeah. Wicked smile. I just noticed that cut. And I, oh. I wonder if that was going to be, you know, a little yeah, that's a great That was a good segue into predictions, I will say. All right. So then let's, you know, I think we've just about talked about it. Yeah. I mean, and now, you're after Buzz TV. It's a little hard to, to cover eight seasons and the first two episodes in mm-hmm. in the hour we had. So I don't know. If we, we did pretty good. We, went, we did pretty good. I think we got a lot, and I, hopefully we didn't so bore you guys talking everything. about history. But it, this is really an iconic show, and I really want to do it justice for this first show. You least. know, I would have loved. To, I would love to have everybody that's listening and watching actually, sit in a room and do this with everybody. Because we could do this for hours. I've well, talked, that's what the chat rolls for. I talked. To, I talked about this with Roxy, and I don't. I mean, look, I'm crazy enough to do it, but I, I have no problem going back and watching seasons and maybe talking a little bit about a season like season uh, you by know season. season by season like within the show or something but I we could talk about life. that it, uh, yeah i know well you know I, a season like i said is about 15 hours if you see it within a week it's it's possibly doable if you have a little bit of free time. Guys, this Saturday, my place, we, we can do a binge. There we go. Well, you know what? Let us know what you guys think. If you guys like the fact that we're talking about past seasons, we might want to bring it up a little bit more, maybe do a small section <laughs> where we can talk about stuff. I really like talking about, like, some of the past people who have been on the show. Like yeah. I said, like, the the really interesting characters that, that are now on other TV shows. That's cool. We'll play it by them, you know? Stuff like that. Or talk about the past presidents. I mean, Palmer's the first one. We have Taylor. We have, yeah. you know, a bunch, about, uh, bunch of characters. Horrible one in between. And, so. and I think that'd be really 
fun to do. Um, the show, though, I think was really smart about making it about this season mm-hmm. and not like tying storylines like that yeah. we can't yeah. control. Well, it needed to be independent for a lot of Absolutely. fans that missed out on the first, first time around. Now they, they like, want to get in on it. Shoot, I want to get in on this. Yeah, it needed to be enough of yeah. an independent. So let us know right on YouTube, right on iTunes. Let us know what you guys think. If you want, we'll definitely touch base a little bit more. Pro- Tweet we'll, we'll, us. we'll save it maybe toward the end of an uh, of one of our shows so that yeah. uh, you're not lost completely from the beginning, but we'll we'll definitely look into that. Uh, and we're going to start killing hosts off, too, so who should we do first? Yeah, one of go. us is actually a mole. And one of us is a mole. <laughs> Try and, and figure and out which one is a And Roxy has two on her face. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the only one that you can see from this angle. Oh, my God. Uh, why'd you tell him? Oh, God. <laughs> so okay, funny. so we were, uh, we were at the prediction <laughs> thing, so let's go to predictions. How about that? Who's got one? I predict we'll get a seed by next week. Just okay. Um, That's how they get I, this I out of here. I think that Simone, the blonde, is that her character name or real name? That's her. That's the character name. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think Simone will not make it to the end of the season. The red-haired? Yeah. Jack? Yeah, I agree with that. I think IMDb would agree with you, I think. IMDb oh, would agree with you. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, I spoiler. Myself, oh, my God, I wouldn't check that for this show because I want to be surprised. But that doesn't mean anything. That actually that doesn't mean true, anything. That is true. It just means it, yeah, it doesn't mean someone dies. It just it. means, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just hate being like, oh, this person's only in one more episode. How is she going to die? Okay. Uh, any of you guys? Uh, I don't know. I'm predicting this This is where I don't even know if I can follow this one, but I think that maybe the president, as I said, something has more to do with like a brain tumor. Maybe we need an emergency operation on something mm. and somebody tries to take him out that way. Yeah, I can see I can see something like that. What do you think, Danny? Uh, I don't have anything major like that because it's so it's just it's grasping for me right now. I think minor things like uh, I do think we will see. I think we will see Kim, whether it's in a Skype thing or okay. she is somebody. So. Yeah, they too. they have we you know, know you part do, of Dan, their <laughs> part of their terrorist network is in the United States mm-hmm. with her, you know and they reach her to get Jack to do something. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, I think it's little things like that. I couldn't I couldn't grasp for a storyline because it you couldn't had a great really prediction great. while we were talking though. And I can't not remember now. It's about the bartender? Yes. Oh. I think that's... Uh, well, just oh, that's a small one. You mean literally five seconds ago. <laughs> yeah. It was a good one. I I, take I, the compliment. I think, yeah, totally. I think based on past seasons, I think that definitely uh, President Heller's presidency is going to be at risk, that his uh, disease is going to come out, yeah. and, and someone's going to... Maybe the emergency surgery, but maybe someone's just going to try and say he's not capable of making decisions, right. and they're going to pull uh, you know, they're going to pull out their, out their rule book and maybe have a vice president or somebody else well, take and oh, on that yeah. point, that is something that I... I I thought during the show, and they didn't show a vice president. We don't know who the vice president is. We don't know if the person is good or bad or if they even are going to exist in the show. However, in the event that he does have to have surgery Mm -hmm. or something happens, this person could be a huge role in the show Mm -hmm. that we don't even know about yet. Maybe it's Julie Louis Dreyfus. And I'm going to say, and I'm going to say, Kim Bauer's not going to return, but I'm going to say Tony Almeida. I would love to see Tony Almeida come back. I agree with you. See Carlos Bernard. That would be really awesome if he came back too. So those are my two predictions. But I want to see him come in as Carlos Bernard. I don't care about Tony. (laughs) You don't care about Tony Almeida? I'm kidding. I uh, love to. I would love to see that. Maybe <laughs> more than Kim. I'm going to say that Eric's a mole. I'm going to say that he that is. Eric's the yeah. mole. Yeah. I can, I can jump mole. on that one too. I'm, gonna, I'm not jumping on the bandwagon. I'm not jumping on that bandwagon okay, either. I'm going to say there's no mole. I'm going to say there's no mole. No mole. I'm going to say there's no mole. Just the ones in your face. Just that's it. Guys. <laughs> you said you were the butt of jokes. It is true. Yeah, I set myself up for it. Uh-huh. Okay. I'll take it. Okay. Well, on that note, Roxy, where <laughs> on can, the mole note. Where, on the mole note, where can we find you and your moles? You can find me and my moles everywhere at Roxy Stryer. <laughs> Danny, where can we find uh, you? You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram and Vine and everything at Danny Hoyt H O Y T. Jeffrey, where can we find you? And I'm you? at Jeff Masters One. 
And you can find me on Twitter at Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. And you can see all of us here on various uh, shows here on AfterBuzz doing a, a wide variety. Reality, drama, comedy, yep. you name it. You name it. But for next Monday at, uh, I believe we're going to be doing at 10 o'clock Pacific time, you can yeah. find us here for the next episode of 24 Live Another Day. See you guys then. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. Another day. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.